The information provided is not a substitute for legal and other professional advice where the facts and circumstances warrant. People should always consult their own legal or other professional advisors and discuss the facts and circumstances that apply to their specific circumstances. The information shared on Ask the Landlord is for educational purposes only. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Ask the Landlord with your favorite landlord, Albert Dweck. I'm Melissa, one of Albert's producers and a former New York City renter. And together, we're going to be asking this landlord some questions. How's it going, Albert? It's going good, Melissa. What questions do you have for me today? Awesome. Today's question is, the rental market in New York City is so competitive. How do I stand out and make an offer they can't refuse? That's a great that's a great question and you know I think it's about packaging um, and understanding what the landlord's looking for and understanding the requirements um, and then presenting yourself in a certain way, right? So we let's break that down, all right? So first, every you know, when you're looking at an apartment, you know, if you really want it, um, this is the kind of um, thing you'd be prepared. You'd know sort of what the landlord's looking for, right? So if you haven't rented an apartment before, the typical requirements that we have or that you know landlords have in New York are that your your gross income needs to be forty times the monthly rent. Right or your your total income, right? It, it, your housing payments should be um, less than thirty percent of your annual income in total. Because that's the same number said two two different ways. Does that make sense? It does. Does that include two roommates or just one person? That's for the whole apartment, right? So let's say the whole apartment is three thousand dollars, and you have three roommates. Um, living together, each one paying a thousand, that's fine. But three thousand is the total. Then, then the total income that you have to show for the apartment is one hundred twenty thousand dollars combined, right? Perfect. Right. Now, your what you need to do then is prove that to the landlord. You do that with you know W twos, bank statements, so that now. The other thing the landlord is looking for is uh, acceptable credit, usually above 680, something like that, 700, right? Does that make sense? Okay. It does. That's for all the renters also, okay? And then then the landlord wants to know who's going to be living there, right? Um and you know how you're going to treat the place or you know like that so what i have found effective in these markets is preparing something in advance here's a little bit about me you know as a renter here's why i like the place you know i know you didn't see it yet but when you see it you know you might have something prepared hey i love it i, I really like the place this is why right this is what who i am where i'm from this is how I intend to use it. And I think that's very important um, for a landlord. And like, why is it convenient to you? Why do you, you know? And then also at the same time, including in that package, um, you know, your 
references maybe from a prior landlord. Uh, if you're going to have guarantors, then that would be it. Um, putting your package together, or if you're going to have your income, you know, or showing your proof of income in a confidential package, that's what I would do. So be ready with to present to the landlord the answers to the questions that they would ask in the application. So the application that landlords take, usually it has all your financial information and your, et cetera, but you could, but you'll fill that out. But if you're making an offer, you might say to the landlord, here's my offer. Here's my proof of income. Here's my credit score. Here's my guarantor. I love the place. You know, first I would say what I love the place, you know, and here's why I want to live here. And here's who I am. And here's what people say about me. Okay. That a landlord's looking for that. And here's why, uh, you know, I'm going to be a great resident, you know, like that. Has it always been like that to make it personal is a good, is a good I think, thing to do? I think it makes, I think it makes sense to make it personal. I think it's very important. Um, and, you know, getting ahead of that, of the, the questions that the landlord's going to have is really, is really good. Uh, there's a strong applicant. Now, is that, so... That's the first part. Like, I don't think people think about that until if you've certainly never rented an apartment before, those are the questions that a landlord's going to have. And those are the numbers, 40 times a monthly rent, uh, showing proof of that, having a, a credit score or some explanation for, you know, a certain thing about the credit score, um, researching if that credit score or if you have any issues anticipating dealing with those issues. Like some people may not have the income, but may have a bank balance. So you might say in your little blurb, hey, I'm not earning this income, but I have a lot of money in the bank. I could certainly pay the rent. So here's that. You know, that's, or my my uh, parent is going to guarantee this and they do this. Okay. So you're already, you know, you've taken a lot of the guesswork out. In a competitive environment, you know, you, you've, you, you, t- you, you are a strong applicant because you've given those answers, you know, and you've anticipated that. So that's the first thing. Another thing you could say is, you know, this is like a tactic in negotiating where, you know, like the Yankees, uh, when they sign this free agent, sometimes like every, all the free agents in baseball like to shop around and try to get the teams to pay them the most money. Right. So they always go to the Yankees in the past because the Yankees were like, oh, paying the most. So then they would go to, you know, the team they really wanted to go to. And they would say, oh, but the Yankees are going to pay me, you know, a lot. So you guys got to match that. So people would use the Yankees as like a, a stalking horse a bid so that they could, you know. So what the Yankees then realized was that everyone was doing that. And they said to the guy, listen, you have our offer, but it's only good for today. You see where I'm going with this right. is if you know you're in a competitive situation, you know, you might say to the landlord or broker, say, look, here's my package. Here's who I am. Uh, and I want this apartment. I'm willing to pay X, but it's only, I'm only going to do that if you accept me by Y. You're really, you're turning it around. Now, sometimes that's, you know, in your favor when, when, you know, you might go up a certain, uh, maybe a little bit more than the rent, but that's what happens in the competitive environment. Or you say to the guy, listen, uh, I'm going to pay you your asking price. And here's where I am. I'm a strong renter. 
but you know, I'm looking at other apartments too, right? So, you know, I'm I'm well informed. That's another thing. It's like what here's here's some advice also, right? And this is called creating an auction. So you know how an auction goes, right? When there's one thing that everybody wants and there's people in the room bidding and they bid up the price, there's also a reverse auction where you say, well, you know what? I have a lot of apartments to see, right? And you're one of them, right? And I'm gonna I'm gonna make the presentation like I suggested, make your packaging good, so it's the same, but you should be looking at creating an auction where you're having multiple places, multiple choices, and you're going to do the best deal for you. The best advice I could give you in that is to see a lot of places so that you have your auction, right? And then this way, you know, you have the best selection you can make out of uh, even sometimes limited choices. So, you know, I've done that when the market's really crazy also. Um Look, you know, really, even though you're at, you know, you're in a very competitive market, that just means you have to see more apartments, right? Um, and be more ready. What's the uh, best offer you've ever seen? Do you remember any? Just when someone is super qualified for, for a place with their income or something like that. And they're, you know, um, those are, and, and, you know, people who want to take care of it really appreciate, you know, it's not, it's not one of the best, you know, it's, I've been doing this such a long time, but. What I appreciate is that, you know, we put a lot into our um, properties and, you know, ultimately as a landlord, we're looking for people that appreciate what what we're doing there. Like uh, that if you had a vision that someone said, oh, I like what you did here with this. I like this thing or I like the location. You know, I like the price. It's convenient to the train, you know, appreciating that. It's not the last choice for them, you know, which is, um, I think that's, those are, those make good, uh, good candidates, you know, people who want to live there. Have you ever seen anyone pay like six months up front, a year up front, things like that? Yeah, that's happened. That's happened. Wow. There's a limit now to, um, the laws changed in New York. I think there's a limit to, um, to what's allowed to be paid in, uh, you know, in security deposit or things like that. Um, so um, I'm not sure about um, that these days, but I've seen it where people get um, pay rent in advance um, to alleviate such concerns. Uh, so well, you have to check out. What about what about signing like a two-year lease or a longer-term lease? Is that an advantage? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very often it is. Um, you're, if you like the place and you think you got a good deal, you should definitely – um, um, sign a lease like that uh, it could be advantageous. You, what's going to happen in a year? You know, it's an unknown. You don't know. So the question is, if you're happy with uh, making a two-year lease now and dealing and and getting rid of the unknowns at a certain level that's comfortable for you, be it a certain increase or the same rent or whatever it is, you know that might make sense for you. So. Um, it depends on how, you know, whatever your situation is. If you're a long-term uh, person or, you know, you, you know you're going to be in this area for a while or you really like the place for whatever reason, you know, then you'll, you're looking for, you know, a long-term thing. And that's something you would negotiate. Um, you can negotiate. 
So for, for that personal anecdote, do you think a handwritten letter, a little YouTube video? What do you think? What's good to, to throw out there? You know, I, you don't, you don't want to go over the top. Um, um, I think handwritten letters are nice, but you know, what's something you type, type up with a little email with a bio, you know, a little bit of here's who I am. Here's what I do. Um, you know, if you have a pet, you know, you want to say that, like, you, how long have you had your pet? If you have kids, you know, yeah, how, how old they are, what their interests are, what are you interested in doing? What do you do? You know, things like that. Those are, you could write that up in an email, I think, uh, and have it. And then, you know, honestly, if you're going to be competing for apartments, it's something you should create and cut and paste, you know, and improve each time and write some personal thing uh, with it. Um, but I, I think the, the video you know, it's not, it's not something I've seen before, a handwritten note either, but I could say, you know, the doing an email like that. And then, you know, I think having some references also that you could offer would be a great, a great thing. Um, Who would be some good references? You know, I've lived, you could say, here's where I lived before. And you speak to your landlord from where you lived before or, and say, listen, I, you know, uh, I've, you could tell your landlord from from your prior landlord, hey, here's where I've lived before, and I've never had any issues or some references, maybe from work or something like that. You know, if you don't have a landlord reference, right? Um, this maybe maybe it's your first time moving out, you know, to a place. Then you would say, you know, you could have a reference from work or uh, anyone that knows you uh, and can speak to your, you know, what kind of resident you're going to be. Um, that would be a good thing. Would you appreciate a reference from parents for a first-time renter, or that's a little bit nuts? It's it's uh, it's nice to have, but uh, in that the parents are involved in that. But it's it's uh, you know obviously we we, we discount that because parents are parents. You know they love their of kids. Course. What are you going to do? You know, of course. And one last question. Uh, let's just explain a term. What does guarantor mean? You mentioned that before. Yeah. So so going back to the qualifications for um, a renter, a, being a renter, you know, you have to have, let's say, 40 times the monthly rent in gross annual income, and you have to have good credit. And, you know, people have problems sometimes, or people are building their careers, or and they're not in a place where, you know, they can afford the rent on their own, for whatever reason. And that's totally fine. Or maybe... You know, someone's from overseas and they don't have a job yet or they just got a job. So they're not earning the money yet, but they're going to earn the money and they're just starting and they can't, okay, you know, there's like stories for everything, right? So, you know, you could say that, let's say you have an exchange student that's that's moving to, uh, you know, the States for a year going to school, right? And they want to live off campus and they, they have an apartment. Okay. So the person has really no credit because they're not in the United States usually, right? And, uh, you know, how do you get, how do you, how do you, as a landlord, how do you see how you'll get paid is a question. So you're looking for additional security uh, in the way of someone else who will sign on to that lease as a saying, listen, this person is not earning enough money or this person doesn't have a credit score that you require. However, I will, even though I'm not living there, I'll guarantee or co-sign this lease so that this person can live there. So there, what that person is doing is taking on 
joint responsibility for uh, and maybe giving the landlord an additional person or the income or credit levels that they need to uh, have uh, comfort uh, that this uh, that the resident will, will pay. Yeah, absolutely. And every every landlord has a different approach to this, right? Like some landlords, like let's say you have assets, as you, you mentioned before, some landlords want income. They might not care that you have like a lot of money in the bank, right? Well, yeah. So then, you know, they'll, they, it's a case by case situation. You know, there are certain people that, uh, you know, can demonstrate that they could pay. Um, they're getting money, you know, maybe someone won the lottery and they just, they don't work and they, that's what they do or they retired. What if someone's right. retired and they just have money in the bank, you know, and uh, that's not the, that's not someone who's earning a regular paycheck, right? So, so the landlord has to look and get comfortable with that. That's where credit score comes in. That's where references come in. You know, that's where the bio that we discussed comes into play. So, and that's why considering trying to understand and now hopefully know what the landlord's looking for when they're looking for an applicant. And most landlords look for the things that I just said. Uh, Proof of income, proof of being able to pay the rent, good credit history, and who who am I renting to and how they're going to use the apartment. Those those are the questions. All right, great. I think I think a good takeaway, everything you just summarized, but also just make it personal. I think the bio is a really good piece of advice for everyone because it's something you wouldn't think of. You can do it with a job, you can do it now with an apartment, and it just makes you stand out from the rest. So thank you. I think that was a really, really good answer. Thank you. For more episodes, please subscribe to Ask the Landlord on your favorite podcast platform. We'd appreciate it if you left a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch the show, check out our Ask the Landlord YouTube channel. If you have a question for Albert, feel free to contact him on Instagram at Ask the Landlord and check out his TikTok at Ask the Landlord. Bridging the gap between landlords and tenants, this has been Ask the Landlord. Thanks for listening. Thank you.